Viewmasters, Batman the Brave and the Bold, episode 59, The Mask of Matches Malone. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. How are you? Well. Good. Yourself? Okay. Okay. A plus. <laughs> yep. And by that, C minus. C, C, C plus. Yeah, it's been more of a C minus. C minus, yeah. right. Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe even a D. Yeah. Aww. yeah. Aww. <laughs> Hopefully this episode lifted your, your spirits a little bit. It did. Yeah? It did. Spoiler. Yeah. 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 The spoiler was in it. Ha. No. <laughs> spoiler was not in it. No, she was not. Uh, it was, uh, it was a very lady-filled episode, no? It was. Uh, yeah. And, and despite my disgust at that fact. Uh-huh. It was still somewhat enjoyable. <laughs> oh, why the ladies always got to be ruining everything? Um, um, uh, agree to disagree. They raped my childhood. Oh, don't say that even as a joke. Bye. That's a terrible thing to say. Making this Ghostbusters movie with all ladies. Yeah. And now this episode. Really? That's the two things? Yep. Is the new Ghostbusters movie and this episode of Batman from years ago. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) You have very specific grievances. Yes. And these are the only two. Those are the only two. Yes. All right. (laughs) I feel like, uh, I feel like that's not a lot to base, uh, (laughs) <laughs> Based a dislike of women on it is everything. Is it ever okay? This is mostly Ghostbusters. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I apologize for using that other term. Thank you. And, uh, and, uh, it's it's upsetting, even as a joke. Yeah. Uh, you were with me, I think, a couple weeks ago when we actually heard someone say mm-hmm. that for real. Yeah. Not joking. Yeah. In a public place. Yeah. And it was horrifying. Yeah. So I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lady Lady Tacular episode yeah. of Batman: Brave and the Bulls. There's probably a better way to phrase that. Probably. Uh, uh, fa- uh female-filled episode. Yeah. Uh. Uh. uh, 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 uh this is good radio right here. I cannot think of synonyms yeah. for spectacular. You, so I came up with one. You said there's probably a better way to say that, and yep. then thought of literally nothing. It's the way it works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am giving it at least 40%. At least. <laughs> At least, see, in, in honor of uh, in honor of this being a a woman filled episode, I'm giving it seventy eight percent. Well, like little uh, little economics joke for you. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I'm amazed I got it. Yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, so cold open. Cold open. Uh, uh, Lady Fest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, is this the, the first appearance of Poison Ivy? I was thinking about that uh, as it was happening. And unless she appeared like in like like, like an Arkham Breakout weird, scene. Like an Arkham Breakout or like I was thinking like there was an episode with like a villain auction. Yeah. Like something like that. Yeah. But I don't think she's had really any major screen time if she has. Okay. So uh, so we'll say this is the first appearance of Poison Ivy. It's it's definitely the first major appearance of Poison Ivy. I'll, yeah. I'll give her that. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, possibly even her first uh, ever. Uh, but yeah, Poison Ivy is the villain, and she's she and her her flunkies have captured the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> they are planning to feed him to Georgia. Yes. A giant plant that looks like a vagina. Yep. <laughs> vagina dentata. Yes. It has teeth. It has teeth, yes. Yeah. Every man's fear. Yeah. <laughs> That's every man's fear? Yep. I feel like among other things, probably. That's mm. my only fear. That's your only fear? Yep. <laughs> well, you're a real Hal Jordan about it. <laughs> The question is, do you have the ability to overcome that fear? Nope. No. Okay. Hence, you will never be the Earth's greatest Green Lancer. Nope. And still a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too real. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Georgia. Pretty great. Yeah. 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 I just got it. Did you just get it? I just got Did it. Did you really? <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it. I'm like on 40%. I know, 40, 40%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll take it easy. Yeah. Uh, well, it may have prevented that from, from hitting me immediately, is that I was really thrown off by how... Uh, how uh, Poison Ivy pronounced the name Georgia. Yeah? Yeah. How did she say it? She said Georgia. Huh. I and, didn't notice that. And uh, for whatever for, for whatever reason, it just sounded wrong to me. I'm sure it's right. I'm okay. Fine. Uh, and, and I got caught up on that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting thing to get caught up on. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, now that we've had this back and forth, I, I totally get that joke now. Excellent. Yeah. Glad, glad to hear that. Good job, writer of episode. Yeah. Which we will get to. We will get to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so Batman is to be fed to Georgia, yeah. uh, the vagina dentata plant, uh, and he is he is not worried. Nope. Because he has a a secret ally. His tongue. His no gross. I don't think that would work. No. On on this. <laughs> on this instance. <laughs> Maybe in the the. Rest of the episodes, mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, yeah. Some people would be into, into that, sure. But uh, yeah, no, he he. Uh, it's not his tongue. He has a. a there's another hero there. Yeah, uh, in there's disguise. Always another hero. There's always another hero. It's a team up show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've gotten that now. Yeah, fifty nine episodes <laughs> in, may not have noticed <laughs> that Batman teams up with at least one other hero uh, <laughs> in just about every episode. Usually, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Batman has a secret weapon. The Black Orchid. The Black Hawk Kid. The Black Orchid. The Black Hawk Kid. Not the Black Hawk Kid. 
Not Kid Blackhawk. Of the Blackhawk Brigade. I don't know about the Blackhawks. Blackhawk Kid? You've never heard that story before? No. no. Okay. So, Black Orchid. Yeah. Uh, was, uh,. A very, very obscure character. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, Neil Gaiman chose that character as one of his very first assignments at DC. Yeah. And uh, when, like, I guess the editor, Karen Berger, maybe even, uh, had asked him to make a list of characters that he would be interested in writing. Okay. And so he did, and he, he read off this list, and they all told him that, you know, certain characters were already taken, he couldn't do anything with it, and then he said Black Orchid, but because of his British accent, yeah. uh, they mistook him and thought he said Black Hot Kid. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Did they approve his pitch for Black Hot Kid? Apparently so. Okay. <laughs> Only years later... Did they discover that they had actually published a comic called Black Orchid? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's Gaiman and uh and Dave McKeon, right? Yes it is. Yeah. That's a good series. Uh, it is. Uh features and appearance by Lex Luthor. Does it I don't I don't remember yeah. that. It's been a long time since I read that. It's been a very long time since I've read them as well. But uh about ten years ago I think my girlfriend at the time dug it out and read it while we were doing laundry one time. Okay. And then I remember saying Looks Luther as she was reading through it. So, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, back when, when uh, Vertigo characters could still interact with DC characters. Yeah. Pre-Vertigo. Because there was no such thing as Vertigo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Black Orchid. That's that's That series is basically my only uh, experience with the character. Black Same Orchid. here. Yeah. Yep. I imagine that's probably true for a lot of people. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Yeah. Probably even people who work at DC. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but she was a uh, was it a she was a Charlton character? Ooh, I, I want to say I don't know. Might have made that up. I think you may have. Okay. For some reason, I think of her as being a Ditko creation, which I then make a Charlton character. Sure, I right. I get it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sh- should have maybe I've done some research. I sh- yeah, should have looked it up before yeah. we started. Oh well. I mean, ultimately, it really doesn't matter. It does not. No. Yeah, because she's she's fairly generic superhero in this sequence. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, just kind of flies around, punches some uh, some poison ivy uh, goons, mm-hmm. and and uh, doesn't talk. I think that's one of her things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, don't know much about Black Orchid. Yeah, yeah. Other than, like I said, that series that it's probably been 20 years since I've read. Yeah, yeah. but I remember being really good. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Recommended. Yes. <laughs> Re- recommended based on vague <laughs> recollections. Yep. You know, you're out there, you know whether you like a Neil Gaiman or not. That's true. If you haven't read it and you're a fan, yeah, yeah just go for it. If, if you've never read anything by Neil Gaiman, um, maybe read something else before you read Black Orchid. Yeah, there Orchid. are better, better uh, options out there. Yeah. But if you're a completist, why not? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I think we can all agree that Mr. Hero is uh, the first thing that you should ever read by Neil Gaiman. Yeah? Yeah. I've never read that. And then Technophage. Okay. He lost me. <laughs> These are all his 
line of comics from uh, that weird company from the mid nineties. Mm. <clears throat> uh, I, I, Techno Comics. Techno Comics. Okay. That's it. All yes. right. How about that? <clears throat> uh, I believe uh, very short lived. Okay. Leonard Nimoy even had a book from there. Was that Primordials? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I don't think any of these people actually wrote those things. No. Yeah. There were concepts. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but I, I see them being solicited in every uh, every month on uh, DCBS. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know who's putting them out right now, but <laughs> but they are putting them out. Interesting. Yeah. All right. New stuff or just reprints? Reprints. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Eh, not gonna yeah, check that no, out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I bet you can find all the single issues in a quarter bin somewhere. Probably. Challenge acceptance. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so yeah, uh, uh, Black Orchid helps uh, Batman defeat Poison Ivy. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a gross scene where Batman is uh, is hurled into uh, the gaping maw of. <laughs> Georgia. The Flashman the, Yes, the gaping mall. What? Wait, it's not a flash villain. When Mark Wade came back to the book after like, oh, yeah. Jeff Johns left, yeah. was it the villain of his first story arc, a gaping mall? It, it was like this weird tentacled thing. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't it called the mall? Was that? I don't remember what it was uh, called. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, maybe this is a bit of continuity then. <laughs> uh, no, Batman uh, is uh, is consumed by Georgia, uh, but uh, but we know as he is going in that he has a bomb in his mouth. Sure, <laughs> where all bombs should be placed. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, so Georgia explodes from the inside, uh, and uh, uh, plant guts yep. go everywhere, and yeah. it's gross. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Could be grosser. Could be definitely grosser. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There's uh, some, some innuendo mm-hmm. uh, between Batman and Poison Ivy. And then Batman has a line that I didn't understand what he was talking about at all. Yeah. Uh, something about three leaves, leave it alone, something like that. Oh yeah, uh, leaves of three, let it be. Yeah. That's, that's Poison Ivy. That's oh, what okay. you say about Poison Ivy. All right. Who says that? Uh, uh, scouts. No, okay. <laughs> Nerds. Alright, that's better. <laughs> I knew what it was. Right. <laughs> yeah, so he defeats Poison Ivy, and then uh, uh, Black Orchid just uh, up and disappears. Mm-hmm. And uh, the line that we all know is coming. Yeah. It, it comes. It, it does. Yeah. It, it, is, it is right there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a little clunkier than I expected. It's pretty clunky, yeah. but you know, but it's, it's for kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was fun. It was good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the main story, mm-hmm. the mask of Matches Malone, uh, is is uh, if if uh, if we thought that innuendo between Batman and Poison Ivy was risque. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we ain't seen nothing yet. Yes, this this episode is uh, is <laughs> dripping with innuendo. <laughs> gross. <laughs> or sexy. Or g- gross. <laughs> Primarily gross. <laughs> uh, do you want to just 
And talk about the writer. Yeah. Let's get that get sure. that done so we know what we're dealing She's with. She's credited almost immediately. She's credited almost immediately. The writer of this episode uh, is one Gail Simone. Yeah. Uh, writer of probably one of my favorite episodes of the Justice League. Yeah. And uh, now probably one of my favorite episodes of Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah. 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 Uh, although I believe this aired only once. This episode did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that it had aired at all. Yeah. Uh, I did a little trivia reading. Okay. Uh, just before we came in here. Uh, but yeah, I think it aired only once, and then uh, it was not included on the, uh, this is, this is actually a season two episode. Yes. Uh, if you're not paying attention, we are in the middle of season three. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and this was not a regular episode, this was a special feature. Yeah. So that's weird. Yep. <laughs> Uh, would not even, I mean, I knew, I knew this episode was a bonus on one of the discs, Mm -hmm. uh, but last week when we finished watching the last episode of this disc, you were like, ooh, special features, and I clicked on it to find this bonus episode. Yeah, it is the special feature. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so, weird, and uh, I'm not exactly sure where, uh how it's going to throw off our, our uh, show count. But it doesn't uh, matter. Uh, it, it's it an episode. Matter. I know. Yeah. So, so why did it say why it only aired once? Uh, mostly the song. Really? The song has a lot of sexual innuendo. Yeah. Uh, that uh, bothered some people. You know what's... Uh, the crazy thing about the song is, uh, is I had you check after the episode ended that was not even written by Gail Simone. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Which was very surprising. Yeah. I have to think that she had some sort of input on it. I would think so. Or she wrote the episode, and the people who wrote the song were just like, well, this is totally in line with everything else that's happened. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, it's a damn good song. It's a fine song. Yeah. And you know how I feel about people singing. I know. You you love it. (laughs) So the fact that this is your new favorite song... Really says a lot about the quality of the song. Yep. <laughs> well, admit it, it's kind of stuck in my head. Yeah, it's a good song. It's sketchy. I might listen to it again when I get home. <laughs> we we just uh, Jenny and I just binge watched Crazy Ex Girlfriends. Okay. Uh, on Netflix. Yeah. Which is a uh, a semi musical show. Yes. And uh, uh, it's great. I know that you will never watch it. Nope. But it's great. Uh, you know, I, I thought it looked okay for a while. Yeah. Uh, until I realized that it was indeed a semi-musical. Mm-hmm. A- and I'm a big fan of uh, the, the lead actress on that show. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, I, I will probably never watch it. <laughs> Aw. Mostly for the musical aspect. It's awesome. I'm sure it's It's fun. hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, anywho, so yeah, having come off of that, this was a uh, nice, nice surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Gail Simone, uh, DC writer mostly, mm-hmm. uh, although not so much uh, these days. Rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be back. I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. She's got a couple of creator-own things going on. Yeah. Uh Red Sonia on, on the occasion, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Was it Clean Room? Is yeah, that her main yeah. thing right now? 
Is that a Vertigo book? I believe so. Yeah. yeah so I'm sure that's still in the DC family. Canceled there shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Just because... Because they're abandoning Vertigo. Yeah, pretty much. For a young animal. Yeah. I don't think they're doing that. Uh, Doesn't seem like it. I don't know. I was... Uh, they're I, announcing new Vertigo books. Are they? Yeah, okay. they announced a new uh, new Fables book. At oh, least. okay. Fables, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It still counts. I guess that does count. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, had a, a very, very short uh, interaction with uh, Sean Gordon Murphy the other day on Twitter. Okay. Uh, and was shocked to discover that uh, Punk Rock Jesus... Uh, is only 50% owned by him. Really? Yeah. And, uh, DC Vertigo owns the other half. Huh. Yeah. Is it one of those things where, like, if it goes out of print, all of it reverts back to him, maybe? maybe or after a few years, yeah. something like that. Because I, I know that there's been quite a few books that have resurfaced under, like, Image or Dark Horse here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, uh, Crusades with, uh, Steven Siegel and, uh, and Kelly Jones and, uh... Uh, some of Ed Brubaker's earlier work. Yeah, like Empire, the Mark Wade, oh, yeah, Barry yeah. Gitson series. has yeah. been under a couple different publishers. But... Yeah. So, yeah, probably. I'm sure it's a, a better deal than Alan Moore got for The Watchmen. Probably. You know what? If Alan Moore hadn't written such a good book, this wouldn't be a problem. If, he, if Watchmen had sucked and got out of print immediately, no one would care. About the deal that he signs. You're not wrong. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Gail Simone, uh, uh, famous internet troll. <laughs> yes. Delight. She's a wonderful internet troll. Yes. She's an arrow expert. Yep. Uh, she knows <laughs> everything about uh, Colossus and Cyclops. Yep. <laughs> I love this. Simone. She's yeah, wonderful. King Shark is a shark. That's right. <laughs> uh, but she she spent many a year writing a comic called Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, is pretty much what this episode is. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a Birds of Prey episode. Yep. And not the shitty television program from the early two thousands. No. Aw. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so it starts out with, uh, Catwoman breaking into a museum. Uh, she is going to steal the cloak of Nefertiti. Yeah. Uh, apparently the cloak, uh, uh, gives the wearer nine lives. Yes, it was, it was a gift from the cat god. Yes. Something. Fast. Fast, yeah. And, and something that I noticed, uh, when, when Batman first arrives, uh, he says the two-sided cloak of Nefertiti, Ooh. which, uh, which was a neat little clue ah. that they never really touched on later on in the episode. Not at all. But that, when I, when he said it, I was like, oh, interesting. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so Catwoman is breaking in. She's going to steal that cloak. Mm-hmm. Batman's there to stop her. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, they, they sort of dance around a little yeah, bit. Yeah. They're, they're, they're into it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and when the Huntress and Black Canary show up to, to stop the, uh, the theft. Yeah. Uh, it, it is as if, uh, Batman and Catwoman have been caught by their parents. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Or at least, uh, Batman has been caught by two other women who are super into him. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> 
You know what you do with that, Batman? Yeah. You play into you that. You parlay that into some yeah. sort of... Yep. Some sort of weird... Weird thing. Yep. <laughs> Bad orgy. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but uh, Huntress and Black Canary are not there to stop Catwoman. No. They're there to stop someone else. Yeah. Two-Face. Yeah, Two-Face is in this one. Yeah. And I know he's appeared, but is this his first real outing as a villain in an episode? Um, I think in in the main storyline, okay. yeah, because he's been in Cold Opens before. Right, and I know he teamed up with Batman. Teamed up with Batman open. once, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I love the Two-Face. Yeah, I like I, a Two-Face as well. Watching this entire episode, I was like, I, I haven't drawn Two-Face in a while. I, I really want to draw Two-Face. Yeah. You should do it. I, I know I should. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's there to steal the two-sided cloak of uh, Nefertiti, right? Which, which I did not catch. Yeah. Uh. So so the uh, the heroes all uh, team up to uh, to stop him. Uh. But but Catwoman's there. She's kind of throwing a, a spanner in the works, mm-hmm. and uh, it all goes tits up. Okay. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Figuratively. Yeah. It goes poorly, is what I would have said, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Two Face decides that he's gonna gonna kill Catwoman. Yep. And uh, uh, in in trying to do that, Batman saves her, uh, but he then manages to steal the cloak and get away. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so they uh, so in Batman kind of. I don't know what. Maybe down to like twenty percent. Right okay, now. all right. I'll, <laughs> let's power through. So, so they uh, they know that the Two Face is going to auction off the cloak to the highest bidder. There it is. And uh, that's and what I was going for. So they they decide to go undercover uh, in the auction. Yes. Uh, to to stop it. Uh, I assume that's the plan. I'm, I'm not really this. sure. Yeah, or, or bid on it. I don't know. I am not sure. It is unclear what their plan is, other than infiltrate the auction. Yeah. And see what happens. So the uh, the three ladies uh, show up, uh, gorgeously dressed mm-hmm. in, uh, in some fine evening wear. Yeah. Uh, sadly, Catwoman and Black Canary have have made the horrible, embarrassing mistake of wearing the same dress. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's awkward. Yes. And they're real women about it. We know how that is. We do know. Yep. <laughs> When we wore the same t-shirt to the comic book store. Super embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, no, but they're, they're comical cartoon women about it, arguing over who's going to change yeah. and, and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, they, these ladies, they are bickering. They bicker a bit, yeah. 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 Well, mostly just uh, Huntress and Black Canary bicker with Catwoman. With Catwoman, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Huntress and Black Canary tend to get along, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, Batman shows up in his disguise, matches Malone. Yeah. Uh, his, his, uh, famous, uh, alter ego from, from the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he wants to infiltrate the criminal underworld, he puts on a fake mustache and sunglasses and chews on a match. Yeah. Which he doesn't really do in this episode. He changes his voice, too. A little, yeah, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. His accent, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, does not chew on any matches, uh, visibly. 
He does. There, there's one point where he, he specifically has a match. Yeah. yeah. But he takes out his mouth, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 But you're right. There's not a scene where he's sitting there chewing on a match. Yeah. Sorry. Because kids will probably want to do that, too. That's true. That's, that's probably true. Fire to their parents' house. They should call him Toothpick Thomas. Yeah. He's just chews <laughs> on toothpicks. <laughs> this is... This is Herbie the Robot all over again. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're talking about the Disney movie with the car, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely remember the scene in that movie where Lindsay Lohan is chewing on a match yep. and then catches fire. Yep. <laughs> it was just all the alcohol on her breath. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it was like a flamethrower. It was amazing. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> so, yeah. So, they they, uh, they enter the the auction. Uh, matches, of course, as Matches Malone. Or Batman as Matches Malone. And uh, the ladies as Matches bodyguards. Yep. And and so, they, they enter and are seated at a table. Uh, and then the auction immediately starts. Sure. Oh, you know, Show all the scenes of people mingling and getting <laughs> drinks. Or other items that may be up for bid. Right, yeah. No, this is apparently a special secret auction yep. that Two Face has organized uh, specifically for the, the cloak of Nefertiti. Yes. Uh, and he is immediately ambushed on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the criminals are just going to steal it. Yeah. It is as if there is no honor among thieves. That is weird. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, and so, so Batman and, and the girls have to, uh, that was very demanding. Batman uh, have to. <laughs> uh, that was very, very condescending. <laughs> I quit. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, um, the, the heroes jump into action to take down, uh, the, the crooks who are double-crossing Two-Face. Uh, in the process, uh, Batman gets hit on the head by a heavy beanbag. Uh, sandbag. Sandbag, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he gets uh, knocked unconscious. Yep. Um, uh, when he, uh, when he wakes up, he, uh, he grabs the cloak. I don't remember all the specific details. No, it's fine. It ultimately doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, it's all set up. Uh, but yeah, when he, when he wakes up, he, he grabs the cloak for himself. Because he is now fully immersed into the Matches Malone persona. That's right. Uh, what is super weird is that uh, just before you arrived today, I was watching the episode of Comedy Bang Bang, in which uh, Scott Ackerman gets hit in the head with a coconut and gets amnesia, and uh, the rest of the episode has uh, has to be convinced of, of who he is by all the, the guests and, and people who work on the show. Nice. Yeah. Is that a newer one? Uh, it was, uh, yeah, episode 100. Oh, okay, I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. Spoiler. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, so two episodes today of uh, television shows in which people get hit on the head and uh, get amnesia and or have a massive personality shift. Yeah. yeah. Unre- unrelated, did you read uh, Spider-Man Deadpool? That's yes. That wrote. Yes, I did. Did you enjoy it? It was delightful. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it did. I, I I appreciate. I, I feel like it was written specifically for comedy bang bang listeners. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so many jokes, <laughs> so many. 
<laughs> it was fantastic. It was great. I cannot imagine the number of Deadpool Spider-Man readers who picked it up and have no idea what was happening who were just furious. Yeah. Yeah. What? Hanong Man? What is that? Hanong <laughs> Man. What's he even saying? <laughs> this show is not canonically Spider-Man's favorite TV show. <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool, number six, everybody go get it. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, anyway, back to, back to the show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so now, uh, now, uh, Batman is Matches Malone. Yep. And Matches Malone, uh, controls the, uh, the Cloak of Nefertiti. Yep. Uh, and he outs the Birds of Prey. Yes. Yeah, uh, like immediately. Yep. He, uh, says they're not his bodyguards, they are... Superheroes there to to stop the auction. Yeah, and so immediately everybody turns and attacks them. It is it's the the first time that the group of female heroes is referred to as the Birds of Prey. Yep, uh, I could see that potentially being kind of confusing. Yes, for people who don't know what the Birds of Prey are. Yes, uh, the Birds of Prey is uh, normally a team of uh, Oracle, Black Canary, uh, the Huntress. And, uh, and other female heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah. Uh, and then occasionally a Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. occasionally a Catwoman. Uh, but, but here, Catwoman is fully on board. Even though she is also fully a villain. Yeah. Yeah, she's an anti-hero. Yeah. We'll go with. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, so they have to make their escape and, uh, uh, Matches Malone now has decided he is going to take over Gotham's Underworld. Yes, he, he, uh, Two-Face orders his goons to kill him. Yep. Uh, and Matches offers to double whatever Two-Face is paying them. Yeah. So they all immediately switch loyalties to him. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, he just goes on, uh, on a crime spree. Yep. And, uh, while, while it has given the impression that he is very good at being a criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, later in the episode, uh, the, the birds uh, happen to mention that, uh, of course, Gotham's greatest hero would be its greatest villain as well. Yeah. Uh, he's actually really not that good at it. I don't think it's that he's not good. I think that he is careless. He's super careless. One would say that that's not good. I guess that's not good. Alright. His first outing, he gets shot in the back. Yeah. By cops. That's true. That's true. And oh, he's yeah. not even black, so it's weird. I know, right? Yeah. It was, it, you know what? <laughs> Matches lives matter. I feel bad. I shouldn't, shouldn't make light of these things. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's really not. It's not at all fun. No, no. Um, but yeah, you're right. He does get just just completely shot yeah. by the police. Yeah. Uh, Batman dies a lot in this one. Yeah. There's there's basically a montage <laughs> of of Matches Malone comical deaths <laughs> and then rebirths. Yep. Because the uh, the cloak of uh, Nefertiti it works. Mm-hmm. It, it makes him immortal somewhat. Yeah. Well, it gives you it gives the wearer nine lives. Yep. So, so it makes you uh, nine mortal. <laughs> or something. Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So so yeah, the montage of him uh, dying and resurrected. Yeah. As he basically <laughs> takes over Gotham's uh, crimes. Uh, crime syndicates. Yeah, he he gets he gets shot by the police. Yep. Uh, he gets uh, pushed out of a moving train. Yep. <laughs> like he's just standing by the opening, and somebody pushes him. Yep. Again, just not paying attention to what he's doing. No. Uh, he drives over a cliff on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and uh, there are numerous uh, newspaper reports of, of uh, his deeds mm-hmm. and and uh, just as many newspaper reports uh, basically calling out Two-Face to be a schmuck. Yeah, yeah. Two-Face is getting uh, increasingly more frustrated yep. as the episode goes on and it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so uh, ultimately, uh, having pretty much taken over all of Gotham's crime, uh, matches uh, settles in at uh, the infamous Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, the the famed criminal hangouts, uh, owned and operated by the Penguin. But uh, here, yeah. I'm guessing he probably just took over. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, is is I I don't know that we've seen the Iceberg Lounge prior to this episode. I don't think we have either. Because yeah. yeah, that's that that's primarily a Batman the Animated Series yep. thing that the Penguin does. Yep. And the Arkham games. And the Arkham games, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it in Gotham? Is it in Gotham? I don't know. I don't know the name of the club. Probably. He's always hanging out in Who there. knows? Oh, fuck that show. I stopped watching that, Just show. Fuck that show. I finally... Well, I, I, sh- I was going to say I finally stopped watching that show. I got too far behind on it to catch up on Hulu. <laughs> so I'll have to wait for the season to hit Netflix. Yeah. I I missed a bunch of episodes, but I have seen way more than I wanted to. Yeah. Because my dad always watches it. Yeah. And I happen to go over to their house on the day that it's on. It's, it happens. It's also how I've become an expert on the show Scorpion. Right. <laughs> I'm glad we're in the off season now. And sounds like a great show that I will love. Probably. Uh, but, but currently I'm now an expert on Rizzolian Isles Ooh. and Major Crimes. Nice. I actually like Major Crimes. Yeah. It's a spinoff of The Closer, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. By spinoff you mean everyone in the cast except for two people. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So yeah, uh, Iceberg Lounge, uh, Matches Malone is now running it, basically. Yep. And, uh, um, at this point, like, it's sort of unclear what has happened to Batman, I feel like, at this point. I didn't know that he had become fully immersed into being Matches Malone. Really? Like, I assumed that it was just Batman undercover as a criminal. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I, did I miss something earlier in the episode? You got hit in the head with a sandbag. I know he got hit in the head with a sandbag, and as we were talking about it, I put it together yeah. now. But at the time, I was just like, oh, he got hit in the head with a sandbag. Oh, he woke up, and now he's pretending to be Matches Malone again, taking over the, the underworld. Nope. He just, uh, he became Matches Malone. I get that now. Yeah, okay. All but right. I thought it was unclear. Okay. I, I didn't. Okay. Maybe I'm... I mean, I'm only running at seventy eight percent, so <laughs> so I probably missed that. I mean, the logic doesn't hold. No, not at all. For as much as Batman gets hit in the head, yeah, you'd think you'd be able to just shake off a sandbag hitting him. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're, we're, we're dealing with cartoon and TV logic. <laughs> and if you get hit in the head by a sandbag, you're either getting amnesia or you're switching personalities. That's true. Or both. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, so the, the Birds of Prey uh, decide that they're going to infiltrate the Iceberg Lounge. Yep. Uh, try and save Batman, I guess? I think that's the ultimate plan. Yeah. Uh, although Catwoman, her, she has ulterior motives as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she wants that cloak. She, she wants that cloak. Yep. Uh. Give me that cloak. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they, they sneak into the, the lounge, uh, and then, uh, uh, immediately find themselves on stage. Yep. In front of a room full of people. In the Charlie's Angels pose. In the Charlie's Angels pose, which is awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, and so, uh, confronted with a room full of uh, mobsters, uh, being being costumed heroes as they are, mm-hmm. uh, they, they need to think quick and immediately break out into song. Hence the musical number. Yes. Yes, the aforementioned musical number. That is fantastic. Pretty great. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a it's a show tune. It is uh, about it's loungy. It's very loungy. Uh, it's a it's about uh, how basically female heroes are better than men male heroes. Yep. For any number of reasons. Yep. Except Batman. Except Batman, of course. Yep. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's look it up. Uh, apparently, uh, one of the reasons that uh, this aired uh, only once. Was that in the original airing during uh, the line where the Huntress sings about Aquaman's fish? Yeah. Uh, they had to go back in and uh, cut to a shot of the aquarium uh, because it was just her, like, wagging her finger while singing that line. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. To differentiate the fact that she was talking about his dick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they basically uh, do nothing but sing about male heroes' dicks. Pretty much. And how inadequate they are. Yep. It's awesome. Which, again, very shocking to discover Gail Simone did not write this song. Yeah. Yeah. I am, again, I am guessing that, that she had to have some input. Yeah. She had to have. <laughs> I will ask her on Twitter after All right, this, then. Because I am curious. Fair enough. <laughs> I look forward to reading that answer or to see you get ignored. Yeah. As mostly what happens whenever I try to interact with her on yeah. Twitter. You know, whatever. Either way, I'll be happy. Alright. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, they sing the musical number. Uh, it is fantastic. They get a, uh, a rousing round of applause. Yep. Uh, and then... Uh, Matches orders and them kills. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fight breaks out and, uh, and uh, they, they they focus their attacks on Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading up to the roof, uh, at some point, I'm, I'm not sure of, of the actual choreography or no, the details. No. So so. Oh um, yeah. Yes, I am missing a very vital important. Yes. Part. So yeah. So they defeat all of Matches' goons. Yes. Uh, and then are are fighting matches himself uh, and are captured. Yes, that's right. And uh, and they they find themselves tied up. Uh, Canary is gagged so that she can't do her canary cry. Right. Uh, and they uh, they are being lowered slowly into a shark tank. Yep. 
matches the stops the crane before they they reach the shark tank because obviously the the end goal is Batman. Yep. Um, and uh, and they ask what will happen if Batman doesn't arrive because obviously matches his Batman again. This is why I was like, but he's Batman ah. and he knows he's Batman. This doesn't make sense. Why is he doing this? This he's really going all in on this. Pretending to be a villain when he's really Batman. What is his end game here? I had no idea you were so confused. Yeah. So yeah. I'm dumb. I'm a dumb dumb. It really makes everything I've said uh, prior to this point in the episode uh, so much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Right. Forty percent. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they they are wondering what will happen if Batman does not arrive. When suddenly, Batman arrives. Batman arrives. <laughs> uh, we we see the the shadow of the Dark Knight standing yes. in in the uh, the skylight at the top of the building because every building in Gotham <laughs> has a skylight sure. through which Batman can project his shadow. The architects knew. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Kane family <laughs> and the. In the Finger family, they were like, you know what? Skylights is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Batman shows up, which is weird, mm -hmm. because we the viewer know, and the Birds of Prey know, that uh, matches his Batman. Yeah. So who's this other guy? Who is it? I don't know, who is it? Uh, well, I mean, I would, for my initial guess, would be, like, Nightwing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe it was uh, Green Arrow in disguise. Could be that, or maybe... There's even precedent. Plastic Man. Plastic Man, or Aquaman, or yeah. Captain Marvel? Hell, let's let's even uh, go go crazy and say uh, Alfred yeah. has finally shown up to, to do what he does best, which is imitate Batman That's true. he is otherwise compromised. So here's the question. <laughs> yes. Here's the question. Okay, so Batman arrives... Uh, and sounds just like Batman. Yep. In my head, I'm like, okay, so Matches is doing ventriloquism ha! to throw his voice to Batman so that it will sound like Batman. Because you still Because I thought that, that he's still <laughs> Batman. But he's not. So how does how does Batman, who's not really Batman, sound just like Batman? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> like, 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 even knowing what is actually happening... Yeah. Uh, no, I am not sure how that person is sounding <laughs> exactly like Batman. <laughs> Centriloquism. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just really hastily thrown together episodes. <laughs> that I loved. Uh, but yeah, so Batman, uh, Batman swoops in and, and he and Matches fight. Yep. Uh, at one point, Batman, uh, doesn't sound like Batman anymore. No. Nope. Sounds like another character. Yeah. And uh, and he pulls pistols and starts shooting at Matches. Uh, which tips off Matches Malone that that's not the real Batman. Right. Also, Matches Malone is Batman. <laughs> yep. Again, what's going on? <laughs> uh, well, clearly now we know that Jason. That's right. That's right. The Red Hood himself. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, no, come, come to find out. Yeah. Let's just skip to it. Yeah. Come to find out uh, that it is Two Face. Yep. Uh, with Batman missing, 
uh, Two-Face has decided, well, somebody's got to stop this guy. <laughs> I guess I can be Batman now. Right. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as weird as in the comics when Batman went missing for a year and Two-Face took over as the crime fighter of Gotham. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he was Harvey Dent at that point. Uh, he was healed. Yeah. But yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, so, so Two-Face is now revealed as being the Batman imposter. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the, the birds are, are still in their predicaments, and, uh, during the, the gunfights, uh, a stray bullet has, uh, hit the, the crane, uh, beginning to lower them into the shark tank. Right. Uh, so, they work together. They work together, uh, with some sort of... Fancy limb work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Catwoman manages to gain access to Huntress's crossbow. Yeah. Uh, and put it in her hand. Uh, yes. Does the wibbly wobbly. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Huntress uh, fires the crossbow and it ricochets across all sorts of surfaces mm-hmm. and eventually just uh, flies directly into Canary's face, instantly killing her. No. No, <laughs> it is. It, it's a. It's an impressive shot because it it, uh, it zings right past Black Canary's face, just close enough to cut the gag, but not close enough to injure her seriously. <laughs> and uh, it, it's something out of a cartoon. It is really uh, man. I hate cartoons. <laughs> It just makes no sense. Speaking of which, you watch that ultimate cut as Batman v Superman. So good. So good. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? No. Okay. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so Black Canary's uh, gag is now loose, and she is able to uh, do the canary cry, shattering the shark tank, flooding mm-hmm. the, the iceberg lounge. Yeah. Uh, and, and then some other things happen that I can't clearly remember. <laughs> At that point, uh, when they shatter the shark tank, I just feel really bad for the sharks. Well, sure, they, they don't know what's happening. They did nothing to deserve exactly. this. Exactly, they're just, they're just living creatures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, so they, they, they are free. Uh, Batman and, uh, Matches Malone, are, or Two-Face and Matches Malone, uh, are fighting up on the roof, uh, and then the the birds arrive uh, as uh, as Two Face is knocked out. Yes, and uh, and so it's up to them to stop Matches Malone, uh, and and they have they have determined uh, that the he's run out of lives. Basically, he's on his ninth life. Well, uh, Two Face uh, before he gets knocked out uh, fires. Well, he kicks bat matches yeah uh, into a giant sign. Which uh, injures him a little bit, or right. at least knocks him loopy. Yeah, and then he shoots the letters of the sign to all come crashing down upon him. That's right. Thus ending his uh, ninth and final life, right. or his no, eighth his eighth life. life. Yeah, so he is on his ninth and final. Yeah, uh, and so Two Face gets knocked out, uh, and the birds are trying to to get Batman to snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Catwoman is also just trying to get the cloak. As well. Yeah, she's still still after yeah. the cloak. Uh, and, uh, she manages to, uh, push Batman off of the roof of the building. Yes. And he falls and 
crash lands on top of a car. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a very tall building. It is a very tall building. Uh, yeah. He is dead. He dies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Black Canary and Huntress are not too happy about that. <laughs> they are horrified. Yes. Because <laughs> Calwin just killed Batman. Yep. She is now a murderer. Yeah. yeah. Murderess? Yeah. Either way. Uh, meanwhile, at street level, uh, the, uh, the cloak does its thing one last time. Yep. And, uh, and, uh, Matches opens his eyes and immediately takes the cloak off. Yep. Uh, and then puts on the Batman mask that he took from Two-Face and put in his pocket for some reason. Yep. A souvenir. Sure. Yeah, he was about to kill a Batman. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He just wanted to keep his cowl. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, so Batman is now uh, he's he's Batman again. Yeah, and, and just standing there in a suit and a Batman mask. It's great. It's pretty great. Yeah, uh, made me think of Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, the 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 question arises: uh, How is he not dead? The question shows up. The, no, no, oh. not again. There's no fucking question, Deus Ex Machina, in this episode. <laughs> No, an actual uh, interrogative statement arises uh, as to how Batman is still alive, uh, and uh, and he says some bullshit about how uh, the person that died was actually Matches Malone, uh, and and when Matches died, uh, Batman was reborn or something. Yep, it's it's real wibbly wobbly. It really is. It again holds no. Logic, if yeah. you think about it, for yeah. even the slightest second. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, did not deter this episode from being a goddamn delight. No, absolutely did not. Uh, oh, and of course, uh, meanwhile, Catwoman has disappeared, and so has the cloak. Right. Yeah. And, and they, they agree to call that one a low wash. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and then we see Catwoman uh, cradling the cloak and rubbing her face in mm-hmm. it. She's not nuzzling it like a cat. Yep. It's nice. Yeah. Also because it smells like Batman and she's in love with him. Well, I'm sure that too. Yeah. yeah. Must be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, under scrutiny, this issue, this episode has some issues. Sure. But uh, uh, ignore that because this episode is... <laughs> Goddamn great. Yep. Uh, uh, um, okay, so when things like this happen, I get confused. Okay. Uh, as confused as I was about why not, not just Malone was acting like a dick. Not not as confused as that. Okay. Uh, this episode was uh, a full frame mm-hmm. and not widescreen. Yeah. Uh, have all... Episodes we've watched up to this point been full frame. I n- I never noticed. Okay. Never noticed before this episode. That's really stupid of us. Yeah. If we hadn't noticed that, but I'm guessing that I noticed that this one was full frame means the others weren't. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know though. I don't know. Like like uh, like a week ago, there was an episode of the show Twelve Monkeys. Which, uh, for some reason, was in black and white. Okay. And, like, yeah, I usually, like, do other stuff while I'm watching shows like that. 
And uh, I looked up at the TV to see that, and I just got really confused. I was like, is it is the show on? <laughs> that, I think, is something that I would notice. Sure. The, the, the widescreen versus full-frame thing is, is not something that I would readily notice. Sure. It's just my own thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get that. Okay. We'll pay attention to it next week. Okay, do We'll, we'll forget entirely. Probably. Yep. More likely. <laughs> Alright. All right. Well, yeah, this episode was fantastic. Yes, it was. Go check it out. Indeed. And uh, we'll be back next week. Sure. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters.